Hello, this is Hope, and you're listening to Covert Castaway. Welcome to my weekly diary of what I learn and how I cope with transitioning to life as a liveaboard cruiser. Visas. Shagon visas. How long can we actually stay in the med, and where do we go if we need to buy more time? In today's episode, I'll share what we're learning about visas and what this means to planning our first season in the med. In the beginning, when we first started learning about Shagon countries and the 90-day visa rule, my head exploded. In actuality, it's all pretty simple, so hopefully this is a short podcast. But the issue isn't really just about the visa. It's about how much time you can spend in the med as a U.S. citizen, how much time the boat can spend in the med under temporary importation, meaning without incurring VAT, and where you go to buy yourself more time based on your sailing season and all your objectives. Spoiler alert. Our solution involves my husband using his French citizenship and entering as a national and me getting a long-stay visa as his married spouse. But more on that later. So first, the basics. The Chagan Visa Zone is a list of countries in Europe that allow travel within the zone for a period of up to 90 days in any 180-day period of time. It follows a basic EU structure to travel freely within Western Europe. Then, if you visit a non-Shagan zone, it stops the clock towards that 90-day quota and restarts when you come back in within that 180-day period. Where it gets tricky in France is during commissioning. There, you take time to commission and you look after the boat before you cast off, and all that counts towards the 180-day quota. So let's just say you enter and you spend four weeks getting the boat ready or arguing with the commissioning agent or whatever. Then you leave and go back home and pack up all your stuff and come back a month later. You have 28 days within that 60-day period already. You go straight there, watch your boat get finished for a month or whatever, and that just ate into your season. You get the point. The days only count when you're checked in or checked out of countries. So technically, the time you spend sailing doesn't count. When it comes to the boat, if you purchase a boat in Europe, you need to register for a temporary importation, which basically gives the boat 18 months before it has to leave. Think of it like a time-based duty-free pass for the boat. The crazy thing is, say the 18 months are up and you leave, you sail to Turkey from Greece, say. It immediately resets and you can stay another 18 months again starting the very next day. This part's a bit bizarre to me, but who's complaining? Okay, so where do people go in the med if they're getting close to their time being up or waiting out of season, like a cold season, or buying some time before heading off to the Canaries for the ARC, which is in the Shagun zone, by the way. So all the ARC prep and all that, that all counts. People rave about Montenegro, which sits between Bosnia-Herzegovina and Albania in Eastern Europe, and right next to the sliver of beach the Croatians have along the coast. It's like Croatia got up one day early and spread its towel out along the eastern part of the Adriatic and operates currently as a non-Shagan zone. But as of this past September, the European Commission gave its approval and the time frame looks like 2020 when it joins the border-free Shagan zone. So all the cruisers are super bummed because a lot of people went there after Greece. In a pinch, people go to Gibraltar, which is a tiny UK territory off of Spain that almost kisses Morocco. 
UK isn't part of the zone either. It's a nice stopover, but the area itself is like 2.6 square miles. So it might start to feel a little bit like Alcatraz after a while if you have all that time to kill. If you need to stay over a winter, this is a whole other story, which includes a spirited discussion about how to get heat onto the boat. Turkey's a good option, skirting the eastern side of the Aegean Sea. A couple things I've heard in addition to how beautiful it is, is much like Greece, there's a lot of fraud. What was once really affordable, many of the marinas have jacked up the prices to insane levels. At least that's what we're told. And it's still not warm weather in the winter. Mid-50 highs in December and January, which in my book, it's still cold on a boat. Okay, it's not Minnesota cold, but certainly too cold for some, which makes the decision really easy to store the boat and head home for the holidays if the ark isn't in your plans for that year. If your plan does include the ark, things can get interesting because the adventure could entail spending a few weeks preparing for it in the Canary Islands, which all counts towards your time. This is where Gibraltar gets helpful and also maybe a little bit crowded. There are options for staying longer in Europe on an extended visa, but you have to apply through individual countries. The best of all the options, I think, is getting a long stay visa through France. It's the best in my opinion because the process is a month long, which might seem long. It's shorter than say Sweden, which is up to eight months. A long stay visa allows you to stay for up to 12 months and it's considered a residence permit because you are technically applying for residency in that country. Okay, big warning. If you're buying your boat in France as a US citizen and intend to leave the med with the boat, the nature of this visa means you're establishing residency. So as I understand it, this technically means you aren't eligible for a temporary importation agreement on the boat and instead need to pay VAT taxes on the boat in addition to whatever taxes you paid through your boat broker in the US. So this may not be a good option for everybody. In our situation, my husband is a dual citizen, but he's a US resident, so he can visit the EU as long as he wants. However, after exactly six months, his visit turns into a residency, which we don't want for the aforementioned reason. As his spouse, I can apply for a long-stay visa as his wife, which has an accelerated application process, and it falls into a different process than applying for a residency permit. So as long as we don't stay six months, this option works for us, we think. Fingers crossed. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, so what did I learn through all this? Hmm. Keep track of your time and prioritize what you want to do in the med that first season. I started out thinking we could la-di-da our way around the med to Greece. Then just, you know, figure it out later. But my husband has a bug up his butt about doing the ARC the first season. So yeah, there's that. On a map, I mean, the med is puny. But when you start mapping it out and you look at all the things you want to do, you have to go from La Rochelle across the Bay of Biscay, head down the amazing coastline of Portugal, through the Gibraltar Strait, eat tapas in Spain, and party in Ibiza, hit the French Riviera and more next to the big boys in Monaco and act like you've been there. Then see beaches in Sardinia, eat pizza in Sicily, and then, are we there yet? Get to Greece and spend my requisite three months taking selfies on ruins. Yeah, time flies. Even if you power it out and go straight to Crete from La Rochelle, there's barely time to enjoy it before worrying about the trek back to the Canaries for a crossing. So I'm not optimistic about doing the arc the first season. In my mind, we'll store the boat for the winter enjoy a little more turkey or grease that second season, and then make our way west again over the course of two seasons. No, 
I think what I learned is we get to be on this epic adventure and time will take on a whole new meaning as we slow down. Yes, there will be visa constraints and logistical windows, but there's no way to predict what will be in store for us, where we will go, and at what time. And I absolutely cannot wait. What about you? Join the conversation on Covert Castaway Facebook page and let me know what you're enjoying about this podcast or what ideas you have for future topics. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another Covert Castaway. Fair wins for now. Oh, 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 oh